Hello and welcome to Podcasting for Christ. This is Evangelist Stacy Gibson with He's Got the Whole World in His Hands Ministry. Hey, as promised on my promo, we're going to have a touchy subject uh, tonight. We're going to be looking at things that are going on around us in the world today. Bible prophecy is being fulfilled. We're going to be in Psalms chapter 9, verse 17. And I just want you to know, has God's judgment arrived as God's judgment arrived is what we're going to be looking at. So as you get your Bibles out, let's go ahead and, and get started. I'm going to read this. The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. Dear Lord, I love you and I thank you, Father, dear God, for all these listeners. I thank you, dear God, for all your many wonderful blessings of life, Father, dear Lord. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for providing and thank you for taking care of me, Father, dear Lord. Thankful for this ministry. And I pray, dear God, that the people would share it. Dear God, this is a very important thing that I'm going to be talking about tonight, Father, dear Lord, and many people need to hear it. So, dear Lord, I pray that you'd press upon the hearts of all the listeners, dear God, to share this episode. If they've never shared any of my episodes, let them share this one. and Let this episode get all around the globe, Father, dear God. Not to uplift me, Father, dear Lord, but to uplift and glorify your name and to get your truth out there, Father, dear Lord. I thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that covers me. I'm thankful so much that when you look at me, you don't see my sin you see the blood of Christ. Thank you so much for your salvation plan and thank you for including me in it. And I pray for encouragement for the believer tonight. I pray for restoration for the backslider. And of course, Father, dear Lord, for salvation for those that are lost. In the name of Yeshua, I pray in the name of Christ Jesus, the Lamb of God. Amen. Amen. Has God's judgment arrived? The wicked shall be turned into hell all nations that forget God that's very important now on the premise that many believe God will one day judge the earth this earth I would like to state he is already judging the world and we only need to look around us to see that God is angry abortion sex trafficking slave labor counterfeit churches such as the numerical church movement told you tonight I'm going to be saying uh, the establishments of man is what I'm going to call these counterfeit churches. They're teaching that doctrine does not matter and that we only need unity among all. Unity is among the brethren. It's among believers in Christ Jesus. We are not to unite with unbelievers and those of unsound doctrines. Jesus himself spoke of this in Luke chapter 12, 51. Suppose ye that I am come to give peace on earth. I tell you nay, but rather division. Tell you what, let's get the Bible out. Let's go ahead and expound on that just a little bit. That's uh, Luke. Luke 12, 49 through 56. Let's do that. Jesus speaking, this is all in red. It says, I am come to send fire on the earth, and I, and what I will, if it be already kindled. But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how am I strained 
are straightened till it be accomplished. Suppose ye that I am come to give peace on earth, I tell you nay, but rather division. From, uh, for from henceforth there shall be five in one house divided, three against two, and two against three. The father shall be divided against the son, and the son against the father, and the mother against the daughter, and the daughter against the mother, and the mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. What does that sound like to you? Sounds like truth, of course, right? Sounds like Jesus came to divide. That means houses are going to be divided over the topic of doctrine. Houses are going to be divided. We can't just accept any wind of doctrine. We can't just accept anything. Oh, and just go along. We're just supposed to love everybody. And yes, we are. We, we do need to love people. We do need to share the love of Christ Jesus. As you can see, there is no middle ground. You either, you are either for Christ or against Him. There is no, there is no eisegesis. In this text, we only find exegesis, meaning no interpreting this into your own ideas, just critical, sound explanation of Scripture. Listener, I adjure you to take heed to what Christ is saying and believe that the truth is not being taught in many so-called churches today. And like I said before, I'm not going to call them so-called churches any well. They're, they're false teaching, false doctrine, false churches, right? But I'm going to call them establishments of man. The church, the false church are the establishments, false establishments. The false preacher, the wolf in sheep's clothing, and the politician have all turned away from God. They've turned away from truth. They are deceiving many. Let's look at this. Uh, Ezekiel. We're going to look at Ezekiel chapter 13 and 1 through 16 and 14, 1 through 10 here. Ezekiel chapter 13, 1 through 16. It says, And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the prophet and of Israel that prophesy, and say, Thou unto them that prophesy out of their own hearts, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, Woe unto the foolish prophet that follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. O Israel, the prophets are like the foxes in the deserts. Ye have not Excuse me, ye have not gone up into the gaps, neither made up the hedge for the house of Israel to stand in the battle in the day of the Lord. They have seen vanity and lying div uh, divination, saying, The Lord saith, and the Lord hath not sent them. And they have made others to hope that they would confirm the word. Have ye not seen a vain vision, and have ye not spoken a lying divination? Whereas ye say, The Lord saith, albeit I have not spoken. Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Because ye have spoken vanity and seen lies, Therefore, behold, I am against you, saith the Lord God. And my hand shall be upon the prophets that see vanity and the divine lies, that they shall not be in the assembly of my people, neither shall they be written 
the writings of the house of Israel, neither shall they enter into the land of Israel. And ye shall know, I love it when he always says this, and ye shall know that I am the Lord God. Let's see, I said go through the 16 here. Now because even because even because they have seduced my people saying peace and there was no peace and one built a wall and lo others dabbed it with with the untempered mortar saying to them which dab it with untempered mortar that it shall fall there shall not be an overflowing shower and ye o great hailstorms shall fall and a stormy wind shall rend it lo when the wall is fallen shall it not be said unto you where is the dabbing wherewith ye have dabbed it therefore thus saith the lord god i will even rend it with my stormy wind in my fury and there shall be an overflowing shower in mine anger great hailstorms and my fury to consume it so will I break down the wall that have dabbed with the untempered mortar and bring it down to the ground so that the foundation thereof shall be discovered and it shall fall and you shall be consumed in the midst thereof and you shall know here we go again and you shall know that I am the Lord. You're going to hear that a lot, a lot tonight from me because things are going to happen and, and, you, and after they happen, you're going to know who did it. You're going to know that I am the Lord. Thus will I accomplish my wrath upon the wall and upon them that have dabbed it with untempered mortar and will say unto you, the wall is no more, neither they that dabbed it. To wit, the prophets of Israel, which prophesy concerning Jerusalem and which see visions of peace for her, there is no peace, saith the Lord God. Also, let's look over to chapter 14, 1 through 10 here. 1 through 10 here says, Then came the certain of the elders of Israel unto me, and sat before me. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, these men have set up their idols in their hearts, and put a stumbling block of their iniquity before their face. Should I be inquired of at all by them? should I be inquired at all by them, right? Therefore speak unto them and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, every man of the house of Israel that setteth up his idols in his heart and putteth a stumbling block of his iniquity before his face and cometh to the, pro uh, cometh to the prophet, I, the Lord, will answer him that coming according to the multitude of his idols, that I may take the house of Israel in their own heart because they are estranged from me through their idols Lord, notice this it says repent we're going to look God's calling for repentance therefore say unto the house of Israel thus saith the Lord God repent and turn yourselves from your idols and turn away your faces from all your abominations for every one of the house of Israel and of the stranger and the sojourner in Israel which separated himself from me setteth up idols in his heart and putteth the stumbling box blocks of iniquity before his face and cometh to the prophet to inquire of him concerning me I the Lord will answer him by myself I will set my face against that man and I will make him a sign a proverb and I will cut him off from the midst of my people and ye shall know that I am the Lord there we go again and if the prophet be this and excuse me and if if the prophet be deceived when he hath spoken a thing i the lord have deceived that prophet and i will stretch out my hand upon him and i will destroy him from the midst of my people israel 
notice this, and they shall bear the punishment of their iniquity. The punishment of the prophet shall be even as the punishment of him that seeketh unto him. Oh, take heed to these words tonight, you false teachers, you false prophets, you false churches, you false politicians, claiming, doing nothing but lying to the people. Let me tell you right now, God is not happy with America. God's not happy with this world and what's going on. And if we just open our eyes, we can see his hand of judgment going on around us. The establishments of man is teaching a social gospel that sounds good, tickling the ears of the listeners. 2 Timothy 4, 3 and 4 says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall heat themselves to teachers having itchy ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned into fables. Hey, we need evangelism, not social reform. Preach the gospel, preach the gospel truth. Satan has them all thinking they're okay, when in fact they are lost and on their way to hell without the real Christ in their hearts. They are taking America down with it. The good will suffer with the bad. We know this from the book of Daniel. Daniel and his three friends were loyal to God, but still taken away in captivity. Israel thought just because God placed his name there and that they were the apple of his eye and the seed of Abraham that nothing could ever happen to them. I think many Americans are thinking the same way. We are um, we are Americans. Uh, we live in the we're Americans. We live in the greatest nation ever, right? We're untouchable. Oh, contraire is the French word. On the contrary, as we would put it, God is not a respecter of persons nor nations. And judgment is here now. Can you see it? Do not listen to the false prophets, the charlatans who speak lies. If we do not repent and plead with God to save us and stop the bleeding, America will simply bleed out and be no more. Mm. It's horrible to think about. Grab some coffee. America will simply bleed out and be no more. Unity is not the highest calling. Sound doctrine comes first. Again, I say unity is among the believers in Christ Jesus, in Yeshua, the Lamb of Yahweh. Romans 16, 17, 18 says, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by the words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Let me tell you, they are teaching another gospel. They're teaching another Jesus. They are teaching that Jesus is not the only way. We are not. We are not. We are not to have fellowship with them. Go, uh, let me go to 2 Corinthians here. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 through 18. says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship? Huh? 
What fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what common, excuse me, what communion hath light with darkness? And what accord, what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord God Almighty. We are not to believe every wind of doctrine that comes along. Let's go over, uh, go over to Ephesians chapter 4. Let's look at 11 through 15 here. Ephesians chapter 4, 11 through 15. Going to look at the gifts here, and then we're going to get into the what I was just saying there. It says, And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Why? For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. That's what we're supposed to do. Till we all come in the unity of faith. That's the unity we need. Not unity, oh, it's okay what, no matter what you believe. No, that's Paul's making it very clear here. Till we all come in unity of the faith. We are to be united in Christ Jesus as fellow believers. That's the only unity. Remember what I said earlier? Christ came to divide. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the statue of his full of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, or carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love, that's the love we're supposed to have for the fellow man. We're supposed to give them Jesus Christ. We're supposed to give them the truth, and we're supposed to do it in love. Brother Stacy, you sound like you're not too happy and not given in love right now. I'm trying to let you know that I'm being serious tonight. This is this is this is horrible. What's going on? And the time uh, for sugarcoating is over. The time is for us to get on fire for God. The time is us to spread truth and not to stand up and be men. But speaking the truth in love may grow up and and to him in all things which is the head, even Christ. Mm. You know, Fred Tar Tarsantino said this. He said, the FBI has so many counterfeit bills going around that there is no way to study and learn them all. So what do we do? They study the real thing. They learn everything they can about the real bill. Thus, they are prepared to spot the fake when it appears. And the same is true about the Bible and its doctrine. There's no way, there's so many false doctrines out there and no way that we can know them all. However, when we study, when we learn and meditate, and when we memorize and know what God's Word says, what God's Word says, when we know it inside and out, backwards and forth, when we're able to rightly divide that Word of Truth, we will be able to easily spot the fake. We have so many counterfeit churches, establishments of man, is what I've said, with false teachings, false doctrines, false preachings, and everything is, oh, there's teaching, everything's going to be okay. Just love one another, no matter what they believe. 
Yes, we are to show them love, the love of Christ. However, I am called to separate myself from ungodly things, things of this world. Christ made it clear that he was not of this world, neither am I. Hey, let's take a quick break here. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I left off here. I was talking about Christ said he, that he's not of the world and neither am I. John 14, or excuse me, John 17, 14. Y'all excuse me tonight. I, I think I'm losing my voice. I've been <laughs> speaking so much lately. I've done a lot of things. I've put, put a lot of things out and everything. And yes, I, 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 I'm, I forgive me if I sound a little angry or it's not that I mean to be, but I am trying to be serious. I'm trying to preach to you tonight, trying to give you the truth and everything. But I feel like maybe I'm losing my voice. But amen. Glory be to God. I'm, I'm going to keep pressing forward. But uh, John 7, John 17, 14. Now all this is written in red. So this is Christ speaking. And he says, I have given them thy word and the word hath and the world hath hated them because they are not of the world even as I am not of the world we are not of the world and Christ prayed that we would be kept from the evil that this world has to offer John 17:15 the next verse says and I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil that's what I'm trying to do tonight. I'm trying to let you know that God's judgment has already come. It's already here on this world, on this planet, on America. God's judgment is here. And I'm trying to keep you from and help you to educate you and help you to understand truth and understand the evil that's going on around us. And then everyone just, everyone's just because they claim to be a Christian doesn't mean that they're a believer in Christ Jesus. I'm so glad that Christ prayed for me, and I think we can all agree that evil is very prevalent in our world today, much like in the days of Noah. If you hadn't listened to that podcast, go back and got some good stuff in that. When everyone was just carrying out business as usual until the floods came and destroyed all but Noah and his family, no one on earth would listen to Noah's preaching, thinking he was a madman much like today, right? A lot of people would call me a madman, think I'm crazy for the things that I'm saying, but no one's taking heed to the sound preaching still given by some today. One would think that people would open up their eyes and look around and see what is actually going on. However, many are blind to what's going on, and behind the scenes, evil is simply taking over. Let me just give you one that there's a we know that pantheism is, is, is pan, means all, and that means they're accepting all, and mono is one. And there's the three mono monotheistic religions, uh, you know, Judaism, Islamic, and Christianity. And now that you don't believe what's going on, go online right now and look it up, and just look up three in one religion and the temples being built because they're actually working right now as we speak. They're building temples that are going to be a three-in-one religion. That means they're going to let Islamic, Judaism, and Christianity all come together. And I tell you, that is wrong. That is what not what Christ is teaching. That's what not, uh, well, that is what uh, Christ was not preaching. And I've made that very clear in the few scriptures that I've given you tonight. 
that God, Jesus Christ said himself, he's come to divide. And there is nothing right than that. That is just simply a sign of unity and which is a sign of the end of days. And Christ's judgment is going to come down. Christ is not happy right now with what, what is going on. This unity here, this three-in-one church, like I said, don't, don't take my word for it. Go look at it. They're building these, and they're going to allow everybody to come in. It doesn't matter what your doctrine in. The Pope's already said that years ago, that he will, he's gathered people together and said, we need to love all religions, all, every, all roads lead to God, and that's simply a lie straight from the pits of hell. Now, here on August 13, 2020, the Abraham Accord peace agreement was reached. The good from this is peace in the area, normalization, freedom to worship in Islam, Judaism, and Christianity, right? It will bring prosperity, hope, and travel among the region. It brings unity to grow, build, and work together. However, this will come at a price. This will be, this will bring Israel's fornication with the harlot. You know, let me read, let me read that. Revelation 17 and 18. I may run out of time tonight. Reading all I want to give it up. No, I tell you what, I'm not going to have time to read it because this is not a, a verse. I'm going to, it, this is made clear in Revelations chapter 17 and 18. I'm not going to sit here and read uh, both chapters. I tell you what, I will come back and read. You know, I may, I tell you what, I, if I have for the sake of time, if, if I do, I'll come back and read some of that. Uh, mm, well, you know what, yeah, let me go ahead and just do it. I, I, I hope and pray that God, I'm not going to read the whole chapter. Let me just highlight some stuff here. It's called the woman, and you know, it's talking about the woman and the scarlet beast here. And it says, There came one of the seven angels which had the seven vials and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, and I will shew unto thee judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon the waters. The judgment on the great whore is Babylon is called the whore of the harlot. In the verses 1, 5, 16, and 19. In verse 2, her habitual immortality was introduced. In 14, 8. And where's her imminent and well-deserved judgment? Both the kings of the earth and the inhabitants of the earth are seduced into committing spiritual adultery with Babylon. Now, this is coming out of the, that's coming out of some notes of the of the Foundation Study Bible. And we know right now that the ten horns and all the things are going to be happening. And you go over to verse 18, and it's, it's Babylon. We know it's fallen here. It's for all nations have drunk of the wine of her wrath, of her fornication. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through abundance of her delicacies. Let me just tell you right now. This, this, read, go ahead and, and get your Bibles out. And after this episode, go, read chapter 17 and 18 of Revelations. And, and notice how it's relating. This is Israel's fornication with the harlot here and how it's relating to the economic relations which will lead to her committing spiritual adultery. The very thing God warned Israel uh, when he gave them to the land, the evil inhabitants of the land that, that at that time, which also will bring the covenant of death. Now, Isaiah uh, 28 
Let me go to that. Ah, Isaiah 28. I look at 15 through 22 here. I'm going to read a little bit of this. And it says, Because ye have said, We have made a covenant with death and with hell, are we at agreement? And with the overflowing scourge that shall pass through, it shall not come unto us, for we have made lies our refuge, and falsehood have we hid ourselves. Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. Judgment also will I lay it, uh, uh, to thy line, and righteousness to the plummet. And the hail shall sweep away the refuge of lies. The water shall overflow with the hiding, the hiding place. And your covenant, you know, we're talking about this covenant here, and this is only going to get worse. This is just the beginning of this peace agreements, you know. And your covenant with the deal shall be disannulled. And your agreement with hell shall not stand when the overflowing scourge shall pass through. Then shall ye be trodden down by it from the time that it goeth forth. It shall take you for morning by morning shall it pass over. By day, by night, it shall be a vex, uh, vexation only to understand the report. For the bed is shorter than the, a man can stretch himself on it. And it covering narrow than it can be wrapped himself in it. I hate it when that happens. Your feet stick out in your cold. <laughs> for the Lord shall rise up in the Mount uh, Perism. He shall be wroth in the valley of Gibeon, that he may do his work, his strange work, and bring to pass his act, his strange act. Now, therefore, ye, uh, therefore, be ye not markers, lest your bands be made strong. For I have heard from the Lord God of hosts the consumption, even determined upon the whole earth. Notice here, hearken to the words that I'm going to tell you. Hearken to the Lord's word. Give ye ear and hear my voice. Hearken and hear my speech. Doth a plowman plow all day? Uh, doth the plowman plow? A plow? Does the plowman plow? Does the plowman plow all day to sow? Doth he open and break the clods of his ground? When he hath made plain the face thereof, does Doth he not cast abroad the fitches and scatter the cumin and the cast in the principal wheat and the appointed barley at the rye in their place? These are questions. For his God doth instruct him to discern and doth teach him. It is God that teaches us. It is God that is instructing his people. We'll just listen. For the fitches are not threshed with a threshing instrument, neither is the cart wheel turned upon the cumin. But the fitches are beaten out with the staff and the coming with a rod. Notice that, the staff and the rod beaten, right? But corn is bruised because you will not, bread, you know, excuse me, bread corn is bruised because he will not ever be threshing it, nor break it with the wheel of his cart, nor bruise it with his horsemen. This also cometh from the Lord of hosts, which is wonderful in counsel, excellent in working. I did read a little bit too far on that, but that's okay. God, look, do not enter. What I'm trying to say is do not enter a covenant with the surrounding nations. The Abraham Accord may not be the covenant of death. It may not be that just yet. I'm not trying to say it is. I'm just saying it's going to lead up to this, but it surely will. It will definitely lead to it. Isaiah uses this device to gain his listeners. 
attention to the great messianic truth. The people of Judah have been overconfident in their alliances with their neighboring nations. These alliances can only bring about certain destruction. That came from the King James commentary. Now this will lead to the greatest tribulation, Jacob's troubles, found in Jeremiah 34 through 9. Let me read that right quick. Jeremiah. Jeremiah 30. time Jacob's trouble here and these are the words that the Lord spake concerning Israel and concerning Judah for thus saith the Lord we have heard a voice of trembling of fear and not of peace notice they're trying to everything's gonna you know it's funny everything is gonna be peace 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 but let me tell you peace is gonna be just temporary and and, and, and boy the hand of God is gonna come down the Antichrist is gonna rise and, and he's gonna deceive the Jews it's a false peace. You know, it's a false peace because we can't expect man to give us any kind of hope and peace. The, the alliances that they're making with the nations around them, their alliance and their, their, their peace can only come from God. We can't. Vain is the help of man. Vain is the help of princesses. That's what the uh, princes. That's what the Bible teaches. For thus saith the Lord, we have heard a voice of trembling and of fear, not of peace. Ask ye now and see whether a man doth travail with trial child wherefore do i see every man with his hands in his loins as a woman in travail and all faces are turned into paleness alas for the great for the day is great so that none is like it it is even the time of jacob's trouble jacob's name was changed to israel so you can actually say it at the time of israel's trouble he shall be saved out of it for it shall come to pass in that day saith the Lord of hosts that I will break his yoke from off the neck off thy neck and will burst thy bonds and strangers shall no more serve themselves of him but they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king whom I will raise up unto them There's going to be great trouble. The Antichrist is going to deceive many. He's going to deceive the Jews. They're going to go into a false covenant with him. And they're going to believe in him instead of trusting. They're going to weed out the Christian. They're going to weed out the true believers. They're going to read out, we even weed out the true Islamic faith. And, you know, they're, you know, Islam. And, and it's going to be nothing but false believers and people that are just these, like I said, this ecumenical church, these false establishments are going to go into the tribulation. This Antichrist will rise. He's going to deceive, but oh, con but just take heed and understand that there's going to be this great trouble like the earth has never seen. The cups, the vials, and everything is going to be poured out. But let me tell you, God is going to protect his people. You know, Paul tells us that this will be a time when they shall say there is peace and security. Beware of that. I'm, I'm telling you now, beware of that saying, oh, there's peace and security. 
know, Jesus said, like I, I'm going to harp, harp on that a lot. He said, I come to divide. And Jesus didn't come. There's peace and security for believers and among the brethren. But Paul said here that there is peace and security. Then sudden destruction will come uh, upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman. That's 1 Thessalonians. Let me go ahead and read that for you here. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 3, For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Notice Paul says that they shall not escape. This accord sets a delusional sense of security for Israel. It is not a real security that only God can give. However, behind the scenes, war is being planned right now as we speak. A takeover being established and destruction arriving thereafter. With words like unity, coexistence, acceptance, normalization, tolerance, and collaboration all being used by many in the establishments of man, not the church. And with this Abraham Accord, we are fastly approaching one world government, one world monetary system, and one world church or one world establishment of man. Bill Cohen stated that the signing of this accord directly corresponds to the 2020 Atlantic hurricane season. AccuWeather does state that the 2020 Atlantic hurricane season was like no other. Not only did it produce 30 named storms, the most on record, but the United States suffered 12 direct strikes, smashing the previous record of nine from 1916. Forecasters had to turn to the rarely used Greek alphabet for only the second time in history to name tropical systems. Bill Coyne also stated that at the time Trump put the uh, Mideastern plan map on the screen for the uh, proposed allotment of the land that the Hurricane Sally hit the shores and that Sally is named uh, is a name derived from Sarah, Abraham's wife, ironically. Now, I know you can say that this is coincidence. However, it is obvious that God is not pleased with what is going on in America and around the globe. The brush fires in Australia in 2020, the damage estimated 18 million, burned over 9,000 buildings and homes and caused 400 deaths. The floods of Indonesia in 2020. The floods were responsible for displacing around 398,000 people and causing 66 deaths. The COVID-19 worldwide pandemic, or planademic, <laughs> with over 60, 607 million cases and over 6.5 million deaths. That was in 2020. All the, all these, this is, these are disasters in 2020. The Philippines volcano eruption in 2020. Authority, authorities had to evacuate 8,000 people, uh, over 8,000 probably, and, and many more uh, in the surrounding areas. We had earthquakes in China, India, Iran, Philippines, Russia, Turkey, and the Caribbean. All uh, Caribbean. In total, 45 major earthquakes with over 6 degrees on the Richter scale with Jamaica and Russia faced earthquakes with readings over 7. The earthquake, the earthquake in Turkey was responsible for 41 deaths. We had the swarms of locusts in Asia and East Africa, India, and the Middle East. It's been called the worst pest attacks in 26 years. The cyclone and Upon, Upon, it's A-M-P-H-A-N, but you pronounce it Upon, and it's the cyclone. It was in Bangladesh in India in 2020, and it had been classified as one of the most 
powerful, deadly tropical cyclones to ever hit Bangladesh and India. A class five killing 12 people with lots and lots of damage. We had forest fires in Yatakaran. 126,000 acres burned with two deaths and many others injured. Many people displaced. The Assam floods in India in 2020. 128 villages, five districts, and many more were affected by these floods. The floods in Pakistan claiming lives of 400. The floods in Uganda, Rwanda, and Kenya claiming lives of 208. The floods in Bangladesh claiming the lives of 257. The floods in Afghanistan claiming lives of 190. And the floods in the Americas and Caribbeans claiming the lives of 183 people. This does not include all the people affected, displaced, and the cost of the great damage. I will say that according to the Insurance Information Institute, that $74.4 billion were spent in natural disasters in 2020 alone. 20.5% of the people having no funds to rebuild. And in the U.S. alone in 2020, 22 of the natural disasters cost at least $1 billion. In 2020, we have had nine over nine billion in disasters caused thus far right now this year with the hurricane season just beginning and and we still got four months left to go and the frequency of billion dollar disasters have been rising in the past decade go look this up for yourself i've got all this information here Um, uh, this is just easily to be uh, uh, found on the internet The frequency of billion-dollar disasters have been rising in the past decade. In the past five years, the U.S. has seen an average of $17.8 billion in disasters per year. And all this leads me to tonight's bottom line. Joel chapter 3 speaks of judgment on Israel's enemies. Verse 12 in chapter 3, Let the heathen be weakened and come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat. For there will I sit to judge all the heathen round about. God's judgment, we're not waiting on it. God's judgment is already here. The time is now to call out to Christ. Bible prophecy is being fulfilled. One world government is here. One world monetary system is here. The three-in-one churches that I spoke above of earlier are being built. So one world religion is, is being established. There's there's a place right now. Look it up. Don't take my word for it. There's a place right now. You can go on a website called, or uh, yeah, well, I think it's a website. It's called One World Religion Headquarters, being established by Pope Francis. is scheduled to open in 2022 this year. One World Religion Headquarters. Things are going just like God said they would, and we need to be screaming gospel truth to all now i'm running out of time here so for the sake of time i want to let you know god loves you there's the hope i'm going to give you i'm not going to be angry with you all the episode and just tell you doom gloom and doom without telling you there's hope there's hope in the name of jesus christ our lord and savior there's truth that you can call out to today i'm here to open up your eyes and let you know this truth so you can fall to your knees believers start sharing the gospel truth with everyone you come in contact with backsliders get back on fire for god Get in his word. Fall to your knees. Lost people, listen to me and hear me now. God's judgment is coming and you do not want to be around. You do not want to be left behind. Dear God, I love you. 
Thank you for all these listeners. Father, dear Lord, please let these lost people take that Roman road. Let them call out to you, believe in their heart, and confess that you have raised Jesus Christ from the dead, and they shall be saved, Father, dear God. It's that simple. They just need to believe, Father, dear God. Dear Lord, please let this episode ring out across the globe. Father, dear God, let many hear it. Let many hear this truth, dear God, to uplift you and to glorify you. I thank you, Father, for all that you do. Thank you, dear God, for these listeners. And I pray for each and every one of them, Father, that you bless them, help them, encourage them, strengthen them, Father, dear Lord, and save them and restore them. In the name of Christ Jesus, in the name of Yeshua, Yeshua, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, this is Evangelist Stacy Gibson. Uh, with He's got the whole world in his hands ministry. Thank you for listening to Podcasting for Christ. Uh, I do want to let you know, uh, please go to my YouTube account. He's got the whole world in his hands ministry. And please subscribe and share. I am really trying to get uh, that uh, going. And, and the only way we can get this truth out there is for you to like and subscribe and everything. And I, I do have a PayPal button out there now. And I'm trying to do more for people in my community and, and share the gospel and feed the hungry and do things. So I need your help. I need your support to keep this ministry going. I usually don't like to ask for money. And I'm not begging. I'm just putting the word out there and letting you know. But hey, God bless you. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Thank you.